Hey, PSP fans, and a special hello to all of our PSP insiders, those of you who have subscribed to our free newsletter. It's Kobe here, host and producer of the Pro Sports Podcasters. As a special bonus to commemorate the launch of our new website, www.prosportspodcasters.com, I am releasing a bonus episode with my favorites, dark horses, and sleepers from my Kobe Life LPGA prediction series on YouTube as an audio episode just for you. Let's get right into it. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters, with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world, covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, We've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. So the LPGA Tour finds itself in South Korea for the only time this year. And as a result of COVID restrictions and just some of the American players not really willing to travel in these situations. We've got a slightly smaller field than usual, and that presents some real opportunities from some of the top players that are in attendance. Because it's a smaller field, don't think this is a weaker event. You've got all the South Koreans there, and they dominate. You've also got most of the Thai players, as well as players from Australia and New Zealand. And of course, there are still a number of players who have made the trip from both Europe and the US because they're after those valuable Rolex ranking points and an opportunity to do well on a big scene. The LPGA is huge in South Korea, so I expect the atmosphere there to be pretty awesome, even though it is a smaller field. So this is not an event I would suggest missing. Do not take the total numbers into effect here. You're going to see some fantastic golf, I guarantee you. It's held at the LPGA International Busan. Fantastic course. This is only its second time running, although the first event saw us go to a playoff where Daniel Kang lost in a playoff to Hana Zhang. And we saw some great golf in its first iteration in 2019. It wasn't run in 2020 because of it was canceled due to COVID. It was good to see it back, and there are a number of players to watch. I'm going to go over four favorites, four dark horses, and two sleepers for you at this event. And it begins with someone who's got a lot riding on this particular event, and that's Jin Young Ko, is one of my top favorites. She's world number two, right? She's the second-ranked player in the world. She was number one earlier this season, and I think with a win here, that would get her back to world number one. So that's got to be some pretty serious incentive to show out at this particular event. Not only will she get back her world number one status, but she'll also win at home in front of her hometown fans. So Jin Young Ko's been playing fantastic lately. She's just coming off a win herself. Before that, she finished second. I mean, she's playing great right now. And with that world number one ranking just hanging there, kind of at reach, you got to like Jin Ko this week. I'm going to throw a bet on her. Her primary competition will be the next player down the Rolex rankings at number three, Inby Park. Again, Inby Park is just beloved in her country. She plays consistent golf. Every single week this year, she's maybe been a little bit off at times, but I don't see that being an issue at home. She's got to feel like this is a great chance for her to get a good win and a win in front of her hometown fans. So I like MB Park. Next, I'm going to leave South Korea, 
head on down to New Zealand and it's Lydia Ko. Lydia Ko's had a great year. She showed up again at the Olympics. She's the only female player to get back-to-back Olympic medals since it's been returned to golf back in the Olympics. So I, I just like Lydia Ko this year and it's close to home and I just feel like this is a good chance for her to show out again and just show why she's been so dominant. And then last is Hyoju Kim. And Hyoju Kim has been all over the top 10 this season, okay? She had to hold off some of her fellow countrywomen to make the Olympics, which she did. She's currently ranked 10th in the world, but she plays as good as anyone. That ranking is, it's kind of hard to really put any real value to it in her case, because when she's on, she's dominant. I like to see her do well this week. Now I'll go on to my four dark horses. And it begins with Yalimi No, actually. Yalimi No is ranked 31st in the world, but she's really developed over the last season. She was one of my ones to watch coming into this season. And I, I just feel like she's reaching a point now where she's really got her game sort of together. And I expect her to put together a good performance this week. After that, I've got Moria Jatanagarn. And I really wrestled between the two Jatanagarns here. Moria's ranked lower than her sister. Moria's ranked 33rd in the world right now. Arya already has a win earlier this season, actually in Thailand, in their home country. But I think this is Moria's chance to shine. I just feel like she's rounded into form and that she's due right now. So expect her to get, I'm hoping, a top 10 finish here. And it wouldn't surprise me if she does. Then I'll go on to Amy Yang. And Amy Yang has looked very good over the last half of this season. Amy Yang is one of those South Koreans that you don't hear about as much. Although she does tend to play very well in South Asia, whenever she's in her neck of the woods, country-wise, she generally plays very good. So I like her this week, right? She's playing in her, her home country, in front of her home fans, in a very comfortable situation. I like Amy Yang. I think she might be the bet that I place for my dark horses. And the last of my dark horses is South Korean Jenny Shin. And Jenny Shin someone I used to mention quite often a couple of years ago in some of my first LPGA Tour videos. As somebody I saw is really kind of coming up through the ranks and starting to make a name for herself, but then she fell off. And there are so many high-level South Koreans that people sort of overlooked her. Lately, she's been playing very well, and this is a chance for her to kind of remind her South Korean fans that she's got the game to really compete on the LPGA Tour, and I expect her to compete this week. Which brings me into my sleepers, and it begins with someone I used to mention alongside Jenny Shin as potentially the next South Korean to come up, and that's Chela Choi. She also, like Jenny Shin, had that sort of burst of up-and-down play a couple of years ago where it looked like she might turn the corner and establish herself as one of the top South Koreans but didn't quite get there, although lately she's been playing great, and this is the same opportunity that Jenny Shin has only Chela Choi is ranked 103rd in the world. She hasn't had as much success as Jenny Shin, but I expect her to have success this week. Which brings me to my final sleeper. And this is one that I really hadn't been watching. This is a player I've sort of missed, to be honest, over the last couple of seasons. Especially this season, because it's basically her full rookie year. And it was brought to my attention by one of my followers as someone I should start looking into, and I got to hand it to them, they're right. That's Esther Henselit from Germany. Esther Henselit has a complete game, okay? Complete game. It doesn't really stand out anywhere, but it's solid all around, and I expect her to do quite well at this particular tournament. 
especially against the field that's there. Don't be surprised if she starts becoming a household name by next season, and she'll probably be one of my ones to watch on my video to start the year in 2022. And those are my picks for the BMW Ladies' Championship.